Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. It's real cash that never expires or loses value. Apply for Apple Card in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Daily cash is available via Apple Cash Card issued by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC, or as a statement credit. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Hello and welcome to TV Concierge. My name is Chris Ryan. I'm an editor at TheRinger.com. This is your podcast where Ringer staffers help you navigate the wild world of streaming. And today we're talking about Palm Springs, a new movie released on Hulu over the weekend that a lot of people were talking about. I'm joined today by Juliet Lindman and Jason Concepcion. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. You may wonder, what makes us qualified to talk about Palm Springs? I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you. I'm a guy who loves weddings and I love beer. <laughs> Juliet is a gal who loves weddings and loves rom-coms. And Jason is a guy who I think loves weddings, but definitely loves time travel. And that's in, why we yes. are the Supreme Court of this movie. Juliet Littman, give me your verdict on Palm Springs. B minus. Okay. I feel like you're hitting the minus pretty hard there. Yeah. I don't know. It just I'm shocked at the level of approval. I, I just feel like the discourse I was seeing really blew my mind and I'm excited <laughs> to get into it with you guys. Jason, I have a feeling like you're going to come in on the other side of this crossfire debate. Yeah, I'm going to give it an A. I also, just uh, for your information, I've been recording this podcast for approximately 10,000 years. I've been trapped <laughs> in this one <laughs> podcast session. I'm just doing it over and over and I think I've got it perfected now. <laughs> I think that I'm going to go a Quar 8 A. Oh. So... Quar A. So yeah. a qualified Quar A. Okay. So what that means is that given the circumstances, I was fucking delighted by this. I was just like, I have nothing else going on. I have nothing better to do. These two people are delight- delightful. It stars Andy Samberg and Christine Milotti. Am I- and Miliotti. Is that right? Kristen. I think it's Miliotti. Kristen Miliotti. Correct. Why do I always say Christine? Uh, I think that's like some residual How I Met Your Mother mistake I just made. Uh, I think it's because... Kristen Miliotti. She's a Kristen yeah. with a C, and I think that's just not as common. That might be it. In any case, my apologies to Kristen. <laughs> and my apologies to anybody who didn't love this movie, including Juliet, because I just found myself completely charmed by it. Now, I think one thing that's interesting, Juliet, is that we should note, you also did not like another very beloved Netflix uh, Hulu film about weddings plus one, which a lot of people <laughs> like last year. So why That's don't correct. you get into like, what is it about these kinds of spins on the rom-com the, and specifically <laughs> these spins on the wedding rom-com that you reject? Um, I just want to note before doing so that, that the stars were aligned for me to like this movie. I think barring the immediate family members of the Lonely Island trio, I am like the biggest Lonely Island fan. Like I watch Lonely Island videos by myself very often. I love the work of Andy Samberg. So I was like very excited. I prefer him as um, Connor for reals. I have to say never stop popping pop star. And 
And I also, I really love rom-coms. And more than that, I love Hulu. Like I'm a Hulu power user, have been from the beginning. Mm. So I was like, this is great. All, all, all these things that I like. Um, I like a rom-com to like feel happy and inspired. And I like weddings to like feel hopeful about the future. And I feel this movie did not engage in either of those vibes. And I don't, I'm not looking for like, a genre bending rom-com like just give me some nancy myers give me some nora efron give me some gary marshall like i'm good those movies are good and they stand the test of time and i think andy samberg could be a great leading man in a rom-com but i think i'll never know jason i bet you and i we're like more like to, to make a great rom-com you need a little bit of peanut butter and a little bit of moldy jam you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen uh, moldy jam, extremely timely. I'm going to, I, I think it had those elements for me. It had those elements. And I thought that, um, combining these tropes in this particular way, I was delighted by it. Now, admittedly, I knew nothing going into this movie, except that, uh, Andy Samberg and Miliati were in this and that the script had been kicking around for a while. Um, but I found myself, uh, charmed and delighted and really entertained by the spins that uh, that Palm Springs put on the time travel, living the same day over and over Groundhog Day tropes. Um, it, I, I found it to be super fun. I'm also, I would also say that I love Palm Springs as a place. I okay. enjoy it. That's, so that's, that's I'm crucial. biased in that way. Crucial. I despise it. I, I, I absolutely despise it. In fact, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette with Claire Crawley is currently filming. They're doing their five weeks of production at the La Quinta Inn or in resort in Palm Springs. And like, I was looking up the weather and I was like, holy shit, they're filming The Bachelorette for five weeks in 115 degree desert heat. It's a dry heat though. Bathe me in the humidity of the East Coast in August. <laughs> absolutely not. No thank you on Palm Springs. <laughs> Jason, you mentioned Groundhog Day, which I think mm -hmm. a lot of people have been referring to in regards to Palm Springs. But the thing I really liked about this movie was how um, they let Andy Samberg do the Bill Murray part, but they let Kristen Milioti play the fish out of water part. And she goes like completely hammer on it where she's really good at swearing and drinking and uh, spectacularly committing suicide and really like obviously soul searching throughout this movie. It's really more about her character than it is about Sandberg's who is just allowed to wear a Hawaiian shirt and float around in a pool and crush tons of beers and be kind of like the wise one. Like I know it eventually he has to kind of come to terms with the JK Simmons character who's been hunting him with a bow and arrow among other things. But I really enjoyed the fact that they kind of inverted that groundhog day thing where it wasn't all about Andy Sandberg going through this process. Yeah, it's like, it, it reminded me a lot of that, what's that Pat Riley quote? What, like, you have to be an active participant in your own rescue. I, I liked mm. the way that um, Andy had that wisdom. He's there as the, as the character that's going to show uh, Miliati the ropes, but he's also, like, fundamentally given up. Like, he's not trying to figure out what's going on. He's He feels like he's tried that. He's exhausted all these possibilities. He's not trying to get out of here. You know, the worst thing that happens to him is occasionally J.K. Simmons comes and, and feathers his body with arrows. But other than that, he's <laughs> like, you know, I can deal with this. This is, this is uh, life means nothing anymore except this. And I have accepted it. 
and then and then Miyadi's character comes in and is just like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm unwilling to to do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna study the science. I'm gonna figure out how we can possibly get out of here, and I'm gonna devote all my energies to that. And I thought I thought that kind of duality of one person who's given up, one person who refuses to give up. Right. Um, is is really what generated a lot of uh, of the kind of emotional heft for me? That kind of idea of are we doing this because we need to figure something out about our life? Now they they don't really come down on that side of it, but they also do, you know, like uh, deal with their demons in a sense. Yeah, I also like the fact that like they they, they definitely like play out every possibility of like yes. if you knew you were gonna you couldn't die and that you were gonna live every day over and over again how poorly would you treat your body <laughs> you know <laughs> would you smoke yeah, yeah. meth and try to fly to equatorial new guinea or whatever yeah. and would you would like would you would you gamble on sports would you become an expert in this that or the other thing juliet were, were there parts of this movie that you did find yourself charmed by at all yeah andy samberg is incredibly charming great actor great comedian <laughs> Really, really enjoyed when he uh, steps into the wedding festivities to help with a speech. Everyone yeah. loves to be saved from a bad speech. But I, I have a, two questions for you guys that come yeah. up for me in, in thinking about this movie. Number one, were you aware that Groundhog Day was acknowledged as being a perfect film, like 10 out of 10? Yeah. I was yes. not. Yeah. I really like Groundhog Day, but I was like, oh, I didn't know that was like acknowledged as perfect script. Good job, Bill Murray and everyone involved. Yeah, I think I it's kind of like in the... Um, field of dream zone where the people who love it treat it like a religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it. It's great. It's a great movie. Didn't know it was acknowledged as perfect, but okay. Good to know. Number two, I'm curious, like since we're talking Quar movies and all we have is Quar movies, like what is your ideal? Is it more the kind of like variation on a theme with like a little bit too much emotional verite from Hulu? Is it the, pump them out with really charming women a la Netflix with like always be my maybe and something, someone great. And the one based on Grantland, um, set it up <laughs> or, <laughs> or <laughs> is it the sort of more like HBO style? Couldn't really find a home in the movie theater. Also not quite right for like cable, like I'll, kind of like a bad teacher, which is just like their most recent one. But like in general, I feel like HBO movies try to like comment on something that we all recognize from society. Cause I think those are kind of like the three mainstreams of like your streaming movie that you get right now. And I, I think it says a lot about like there's, what you're interested in watching. There's also uh incredibly expensive action movie that has oh, nowhere yeah. else yes. to be released right now. That's probably right. That's my preference. <laughs> yeah. Coming later this week, right? Yeah. <laughs> Old guard. Yeah. J- Jason, what do you think of that? Um, you know, it, I've been thinking a lot about this. I think for me, it's just, it's simply, um, can you give me solid B-level entertainment and above? Mm. Even even solid C-plus level entertainment. It, it, you know, sitting in your home, lucky enough to, to be able to work from home, I've just got every, like, video under the sun that has ever been released and then digitized available at my finger. I'm watching the MTV's The Challenge seasons right now. I've been binging Survivor. I like can you pull me away from that with a good story with some stars that I like looking at and uh and a plot that will keep me guessing all the way through it. That's all I'm looking for. And it doesn't I don't care what genre it is. Action movie great. Rom-com good. Comedy yes. You know. Y- yeah, I, I think if for me, it's probably I just can't dread watching it. 
Right. You know, no matter how good yeah. it is, I think that there has been some stuff that's come out over the last few months that I've really liked that I still kind of like actively am like ugh, dragging my feet to this one. And then there's this stuff where I'm just like, I, it's a pleasure. It's absolute. It's yeah. an absolute pleasure to 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 watch this. Um, so yeah, I, I think this. That's why Palm Springs kind of like hit the sweet spot for me. Was that like you could watch it very actively and try and figure out the loops and the rules of it, or you could just mm -hmm. let it like kind of wash over you and just be like, what a, what a fun date movie. Julia, any final notes? I think this movie doesn't get made if it's not in Palm Springs. Like I feel like everyone's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'll do three weeks in Palm Springs. Sure. Right. What are some, what are the, what's like the last possible place you could have done a movie that you think you could have gotten people to commit to doing this? Oh, interesting. That would have been a realistic wedding destination. Wow. Like right. would they have been able to do Catskills? I'm going to go with no. Too, I just feel like there's too much of a possibility for delays. Like I feel like Palm Springs is good because of what they could just assume the weather would be the same. But every it's day. also isolated because you can't do Central Park because right. if you do like the city, people could run around the city telling everybody like, "Hey, I'm stuck in a time loop." You know. I mean, nothing says time loop to me like Palm Springs. It's fucking sunny and dry and hot and boring every <laughs> single day. <laughs> well, Jason and I liked it a little bit more. Jason, any final notes yeah. on this one? Yeah, what did it, let's get some Nana theories quickly out here. Do we believe that she oh, yeah. is also a loop traveler because of that mm -hmm. very cryptic statement towards the end of the movie where she's like, I guess you'll be leaving now? Or is she some version of, uh, uh, of Sarah who has been thrown out into the multiverse and then came back to this wedding as an older woman? What, what do we think is going on with her? I'm going the former because I think that theoretically that cave is not just for that wedding. So mm. theoretically, like other people, other others could have gotten trapped. Maybe not in that day. Maybe they figured out certain things they, to, about travel, but not I've not how to get out with the goat exploding. Um, so I'm going to go fellow traveler, Juliet. I'm going to go with the latter. I think that she figured out how to get out of the loop, and she is now sort of like the the wise sage who sees what's happening and like doesn't want to intercede, but she sees the floor. Gotcha. Okay. All right, guys, I think we broke it down from every possible angle. Thanks for listening to <laughs> TV Concierge for Jason and Juliet. This has been Palm Springs. You can listen, we can watch it on Hulu now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.